Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Thursday, uh, the 9th day of December. Uh, the Christmas countdown is on, and man, do we got... So many things to look at uh, in a world that's gone absolutely nuts. Everyone's lost their mind. The central bankers have lost their minds, right? The 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 people running the these left states have lost their mind. I was just reading an article about Massachusetts, uh, which brags of a vaccination rate of seventy two percent, and they're talking about how all the hospitals are full, and and uh, of course. Uh, just said, well, we had to lay off hundreds of people because they refused to get vaccinated. You know, all the, uh, just shooting themselves in the head. Uh, it just makes no sense to me. You know, it, all of the frontline workers who last year were heroes apparently now are evil doers, Jason, if you don't get the vax. Absolutely. And I, I, I like the way you started the show saying everybody seems to be losing their minds. Jack, just Jack, go ahead and play this. Thing. We got a little just twenty second clip. Play that. South Hello. Park. Everyone, can I have your attention, please? We got results from the PNR scan of Dr. McCormick's remains, and we now know the cause of his death. Now we all need to stay calm. There is no reason to panic. But Kenny died of COVID. It's a new variant, the COVID Delta Plus Rewards Program variant. <laughs> there you go, Joe. How was that? I love it. Why do you own gold? Yeah, why do you own gold? Because people do that uh, to the to the slightest of news. <laughs> exactly right. And uh, you know what? The other thing is they 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 don't want to admit it yet, but they they're getting closer and closer and closer. Uh, the article, you know, because we don't really get all the facts. By the way, uh, somebody did it in England. Because, you know, you hear, oh, all this, you hear these very general statements. Like, oh, it's, they're filled up with all the unvaxxed people, right? You, I mean, because that's what they want you to believe. Uh, someone actually in England went through all the cases in, over like a three-week period and found out only a third of the people in the hospitals in England were unvaccinated and that just as many vaccinated people were in there. But the biggest thing, and what the, I think the most unreported thing, is how many people are in there that have nothing to do with COVID but heart-related, heart attacks, strokes, and all these things. Uh, it was in the article there in Massachusetts as, as well. Uh, but they, they, they're still trying to stick to it. They, they got really broad. They're like, well, 60 to 75% of the people are unvaccinated. Well, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Don't you know the exact number? I mean, there's no gap here. You know what the number is. And, I, and, and, and again, I don't believe it's, uh, I don't believe 75, I don't believe 60, but, uh, they, and they made a big deal about the quote unquote waning, uh, immunity, you know, like they, you know, again, uh, the everybody get a booster, uh, but it's kind of why we made that uh, commemorative coin for the radio station, the the pure blood uh, commemoratives uh, that we were running yesterday. Uh, we're already sold over thirty percent of what we're going to sell, Jason. 
Yeah, we're going to cap it at 500. Uh, so you know, we're not going to do the extra couple hundred we were mentioning slightly. We're going to stay, we're going to stick to that 500 number. So it's going to be a pure collectible. And, uh, uh, yeah, Joe, I mean, these numbers at the hospitals, you know, if you have people quitting because they're pure bloods and they don't, they're not going to get the vaccination and you go from 50 beds to 25 beds, you, you know, you can't have 50 beds operating if you have nobody to operate those beds. So of course there's going to be a more full hospital when there's less people manning the beds. There's no, there's not enough beds, Joe, because well, there's no nurses there to man them. And, and I guess I'm wondering if the if they've already made it this far, right? We're almost two years in, and they haven't been vaccinated, and they're at these. Let's face it, where is the most dangerous place to work in regards to COVID? Has to be the hospital, hospital. Yeah. right? <laughs> they go this far, really? But no, no, no. Now we're drawing the line in the sea. It makes no sense. It really doesn't. Because besides, besides COVID, who knows what else is floating around that place? You know, it, it, obviously, right? Right. <laughs> Everything else. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. It was like, uh, who's that comedian you always play? Uh, your immune system needs practice. George Carlin, right? George Carlin, right? And, and obviously, these frontline, their immune systems, they get lots of practice. So, uh, Absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> Call me nuts. Listen, when we get back, we got a great show lined up for you. We got to talk about jobs, uh, the, the, uh, jobs numbers as far as layoffs and how many people are quitting and all this stuff have come out. We saw a, a number that we haven't seen in over 50 years as far as people filing for unemployment claims. But a another phenomenon that we have haven't seen ever is the amount of people quitting jobs, uh, which of course means I, right now if you're an employer, uh, it's got to be pretty bad if you're laying off because you don't know what you're going to do. I, I, do I got to enforce a vaccine mandate? Do I not got to enforce a mandate? Uh, everybody's quitting right right now. If you're breathing and you show up, uh, you probably got a job, Jason. As long as you're vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can't employ people if they're not going to be vaccinated. There's a lot of these well, companies. Well, that, that's what, again, I think this is why part of the reason we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit of why the, uh, the, the layoffs are as low as they are today. It was 184,000. By the way, that's the lowest since 1969. Dan, you don't lay off vaccinated people right now because you may, even if they're terrible, right? I guess if they show up, they show up. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be right back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. By the way, I got to mention uh, one more week. You got till December fifteenth uh, for your My Kind CBD products uh, before we get a price increase. Uh, we're going to be uh, be seeing a price increase on My Kind CBD uh, after the fifteenth of December. Uh, Tahibo Tea. The price increase is going to be on January the 1st, so make sure you get your orders in. By the way, on the CBD, we're raffling off a great basket for the holidays here. Uh, if you, When you place your order, if you put the word raffle in the promo code box, not only are you, anyone who orders, you're entered, but if you put the, the word raffle in the promo code box, you're going to save five bucks. So uh, make sure you use that. Save the five bucks. Get your orders in. Uh, we'll announce the winner. Uh, I, I want to say that the 15th is a weekend. So the Monday, I, I want to say on Monday the 16th, I think, something like that. 
uh, we'll announce the, the winner on the air, and they'll be getting uh, that CBD basket, Jason, and that thing's loaded. Uh, if you go yes. out to 1360 KHNC, hit the shopping cart button, you'll see the basket there as well. And uh, big shout-out to Ramon. I, I've been meaning to mention it. You know, uh, on our website at allamericangold.com, uh, Ramon handles all the stuff, you know, all the articles and, and at the top of the page, you all, we always have that cartoon. And the last few have been so great. Uh, the, this one, it's been up for a few days now. It, it's the 12 days of Omnicron. Omnicron, uh, like the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, 12, 12 <laughs> rolls of toilet paper, 11 hand sign, uh, sanitizers. Ten tedious lockdowns, nine mandatory mandates, eight various variants, seven disinfecting wipes, six super spreaders, five fancy masks, four Fauci flip-flops, three boxes of tissues, two latex gloves, and uh, one of my favorites, the one non-contact temperature assessment device. Uh, that was pretty good. I, I like that. Check, check. I saw it. It's He's pretty funny. Really, it's pretty he funny. He had some really good ones lately, so so check those out. Uh, but we were talking about these jobs numbers. So every Thursday we find out how many people got laid off, essentially, uh, filed for unemployment f- uh, for the first time. Now, the number came in at 184,000. And I was all okay, and I, and I had all my stuff ready because they also track but they they only do it on a monthly basis. How many people are quitting their jobs? In other words, yeah, I quit because let's face it, uh, this job sucks, and I got another job that's going to pay me more money. Uh, for the last two months in a row, been over four million people quitting jobs. Four point three six million in October. Four point one six million in November, uh, which is Way, way, way above what that would normally look like. Uh, and again, just a sign of how uh, the Fed has lost this inflation fight here. These people are quitting for a reason. They're getting more money. And everybody else out there that says they need help, they need help, they need help, like uh, Jolts who tracks job openings. Hey, there's 11 million people wanting to hire people. Listen, it's simple. Uh, and I've been saying it all along. Twelve dollars isn't going to get it done. Fifteen isn't going to get it done, right? You, you know, it probably right now starts at twenty uh, and, and goes up from there. Jason, probably twenty-five to thirty. I wouldn't be surprised to see twenty-five dollars an hour is is where it's going to take to get people uh, to work with the way inflation's going. But we got this number today of one hundred eighty-four thousand people. That, you know, business must be really bad, you know, if you're getting laid off right now, especially with, uh, you know, like New York as an example saying, that's it, we don't care what the court said, you gotta get, uh, vaccinated or you can't work and all these other things. But then they added to it afterwards. So I, I saved the story this morning. Cause that, that number came out at like 6.30 Arizona time. Well, I just went back. And they had the article up, and I was going to give you the numbers. They added a a new sentence in it that wasn't there this morning, which is that was the seasonally adjusted number, which we they always seasonally adjusted. The problem was 
the unseasonally adjusted number, Jason, was 280,000. Wow. <laughs> so, Daddy, I'm like, how can you seasonally adjust the way 100,000 people? That's like, hey, listen, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a third of them and pretend that they didn't get laid off. Yeah, yeah, and Joe, I'll say something about these these uh, the, the minimum wage you're talking about, or the pay raises. You better believe when the big companies uh, do the uh, the hey, this is the lowest we're going to pay. It's going to be all over the media. They're going to make sure everyone knows when Walmart goes to a higher number or Amazon goes to a higher dollars per hour. Uh, basically, grabbing all those available vaccinated workers that can off the market before anybody else does, right? Well, yeah, I, I just, uh, again, I just want everybody to know that, uh, and I got an echo in my ear, guys, if you could fix that for me, but everyone to know, listen, this this inflation thing that uh, next week, they got a Fed meeting next week, and we're going to get another another policy change from the Federal Reserve. So think about this. The Fed tells us a story. That's not true. And like a, a like a child, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Right? That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That that's how they like to operate when it comes to uh, the the lies that they tell. So they'll, they'll keep up with the lie. Remember, one year the lie was there's no inflation. They told that lie for like a whole year. Uh, then the next year, well, the inflation's uh, only transitory. By the way, you, whatever you guys did, you fixed it. Thank you. Uh, it's only transitory. And they stuck to that lie for a whole year. So now they're saying, hey, this is going to be the, at the next, so they meet next week, just so everybody knows. This is going to be the fourth time that Jay Powell is going to, uh, you know, and, and I want to be uh, politically correct here, uh, they're going to call it a major shift in the Fed's policy, which again just means, why are we listening to these people? How many times do they have to be wrong? Essentially what they're saying is, Jay Powell has been wrong four straight years in a row. Right at what point do you get fired? And guess what? Hey, we're going to renominate the guy. Right? We're we're going to. You know what? Good job, Jay. Way to go. You know what? You go ahead and keep you. You've been wrong every year. So why not, Jason? You know what? That deserves. Uh, you deserve to keep your job. I may have lost Jason. So. <laughs> It's Mike, there we lame. go. Yeah, we're trying to get rid of the echo. My mic was off. That's uh, yeah. The echo, the echo, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, uh, yeah, the uh, the guy's wrong a lot. He's, that, that's the. I think what the job is supposed to be is because uh, the Fed, it's a private company. They're supposed to uh, defend their uh, their shareholders, uh, Joe. It's a private company, so they're going to be wrong a lot because it it it, it uh, enriches those at the Fed. You know, it's it's just it's the game they play. According to CNBC. According to CNBC, now listen, they are the Fed cheerleaders. That's their job, right? They come out on TV and say, don't worry, oh, it's great. They give you all these ridiculous reasons why uh, the stock market can be so overvalued and, and try to, oh, don't worry, it's not a bubble. It's different this time. It's always different until it isn't. But here's what they said. 
They said the Powell Fed has become almost known for its abrupt changes in direction, uh, in direction, and it has for the unprecedented levels of stimulus it's provided during the pandemic. So think about it. He's got two titles. One, no one's created more debt than Jay Powell. No one's increased the money supply more than this man. Listen, that just means everything we're facing today, that's on him. You know, and I, 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 and again, not all of that, take gasoline prices. Not all of that is him. A lot of it's him. But a lot of it's the Biden administration. All the, and, and AOC, the squad, and, uh, and all of them not funding, uh, oil drilling and all that stuff. Believe me, the prices at the pump are gonna, you're gonna see a little dip down right, uh, during, uh, Christmas here for your travel time, and it's going right back up. And then it's gonna keep going up. You watch. Yep, yep. The, Calif- the fact that in California, states- Joe, it's five eighteen a gallon for premium unleaded already. That's right now. <laughs> Where were we yesterday? I was with my wife. Oh, that's right. Uh, we 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 had to go pick up her her car, and we were driving past where we used to live, and there's this this gas station there that used to be close to our house, and and if it was like oh, I didn't fill up where it was cheaper, we you know you'd go to that one because it was close. They were four fifteen. There you go. <laughs> four fifteen. What was premium at? I don't know. I didn't. They didn't. They weren't showing. I told you the other day. <laughs> even at the cheap place, the other day where I was a premium was like four sixty. Yep. But but again, so think about this. He's got two titles. The biggest destroyer of wealth, because that's what inflation is, and. The biggest flip-flopper in Fed policy history. So you would think that would get you fired. Right? If that didn't get you fired, uh, nothing else will. And, and it's so amazing. Some moron. And and, and I, I, I should have saved it, and I didn't. And now I'm regretting it. Wrote an article. Just, just wrote it. That said that the millennials, like Jay Powell, I promise you, millennials don't even know who Jay Powell is, okay, number one. But, uh, you know, uh, because, and ready for this, and according to the guy who wrote the article, why millennials like Jay Powell? Because he cares more about them getting jobs than he does about the baby boomers' uh, savings. In other words, yeah, he's such a great guy. Think about what he's trying to say. Hey, these young people love him because he cares about their job. No, he doesn't. Like it, it's it's hilarious that people think the Federal Reserve creates jobs. Number one, but neither here nor there. But hey, you know why they like him? Because anybody who has money saved is taking it in the backside. Because of inflation. That, that's what this guy wrote. I, I can't make that up. <laughs> this is your article that says, yes, you know what? The young, they love Jay Powell. They love him so much because he's, he's screwing their parents and their grandparents. Jason, I, I, I just, I, I don't even, what do you say to that? 
Well, I've, I've been railing against it on the air for less than four years, and, I, and I've known about it for longer. And it's I've, it's the most evil institution that, uh, that could be put upon a country, which is a central bank that is a, a massive leech sucking the blood out of the citizens. It's been doing it since 1913, this one has. Well, you know what's so funny is, is uh, all of these central banks – ultimately end up leading their currency to zero. And, and again, I say this, I, you know, a lot of people used to, oh, Joe just wants to scare people. You know what, I don't get that very much anymore. Because people are starting to realize, holy crap, right? Hey, all the things he says, it's like, uh, I, I'm just telling you what's going to happen ahead of time. Of course, the Fed, they're so far ahead of me. Uh, it's ridiculous. You have no idea what's coming next year. You all, I, I, again, I know all of you are paying attention out there. And you're all, you know, scared because you can't believe what's happening to this country right now. Wait till next year. Wait till you see what happens with inflation next year. Patriot Radio News Hour. I hope you're prepared. Yes, ma'am, back guy. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So we're talking about next year. Here's what's going to happen, right? We're going to find out here uh, when the inflation data comes out that it's even worse again. We're going to hear from the Fed next week, and and they're going to announce they're going to speed up the taper, right? And and, and uh, the taper instead of ending in now, now think about this this is the the big fight okay so we haven't seen inflation this bad right since the 70s and and here's what he's prepared to do hey you know what i'm going to i'm going to buy uh less bonds instead of us ending taper in june uh we're going to end it in april right oh boy wow man calm down i mean what? That's just crazy talk. Why, why? Why so aggressive? Right? Of course, obviously, that's not aggressive at all. I mean, that's asinine policy, right? They, they, what he should be announcing, really truthfully, is uh, tapers over, starting right now. And by the way, uh, we may have an emergency meeting. You know, let's let's get through Christmas right, right at the beginning of the year. Uh, we're probably going to raise interest rates. I don't know by a full point. I mean, that should just be the start. That's not what they're going to do. Now the question remains, right? What are they going to do when taper is over? Right, and and right now Wall Street wants to believe Jason. Oh well. He he's only going to be able to do it a couple of times because by then uh, Wall Street's going to start cr- crashing and he's going to have to reverse again. I agree. I actually agree with that, Joe. I think February, March, uh, that's when the taper could end if they double it. They might triple it by early next year. You never know. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think things start to go really in the wrong direction and then the taper's over with. I 1,000% agree. That is exact. They're exactly right, and this is why you need to start being really concerned about uh, all that money in the bank because 
There's only two choices here. Fight inflation, which, again, they are not interested in. We've said this here uh, over and over. I mean, I just proved it to you right now. I mean, let's face I don't care. Use any number you want. Use their ridiculous numbers that don't even track inflation. I don't know what it tra- uh, uh, it actually tracks. Some mythical unicorn. Even their numbers. What's well, the worst inflation in 30 to 40 years? Yep. Right? And again, guess what? I already know the next number is even worse than that. I already know. And yet, they haven't started fighting it at all. Ending taper doesn't fight inflation. Speeding it up doesn't fight inflation. There's only one thing that that does, and that's raising interest rates. Now, I know, I mean, listen, I'm not a smart man. I hope Forrest Gump here. But the last time inflation was this bad, interest rates hit 20%. Yep. Now, that's not mathematically possible anymore because that was uh, the, the Federal Reserve, the debt wasn't even a trillion dollars. <laughs> so you could afford a little interest, if you will. But we're going to be talking about a situation where all of a sudden Wall Street starts crashing. Inflation is going to, I mean, it's going to be cooking. Yep. Forget about 2%. I've got a feeling, this is my feeling, they're going to try to convince us that 4% is going to be okay. And I don't even think we can get there. But neither here nor there. I think Jason's right. I think they backpedal. I think gold and silver explode. Yep. And you've got to be, you got to start getting very, very concerned about the money that's sitting in your bank accounts. Because these banks, listen, they're not going to be able to handle it. Joe, here's the theory that I think they may be thinking of at the Fed, uh, of buying themselves more time. Uh, in, in theory, this is how you could, you could get it to kick the can down the road, let's say, let's say five more years. You, you let inflation just go like crazy to where you have a gallon of gas that's eight or nine dollars a gallon. So, you know, that'll give your, your inflation, uh, into, into a massive overdrive. The idea is, is that the taxes uh, go up on everything because the price of everything's gone up. So the taxes go up. So, so you, you milk the middle and the business class down to nothing to buy yourself, let's just say, about five years because those that are working hard to pay the bills will continue to pay all this stuff, and you're just going to take it from the middle class and the business class that's left, and it's just going to be, uh, you know, this is where we get to the dark ages. You have a peasant class and you have a, lo- a lord class and nothing in the middle. So I, I think that might be their, their goal, Joe. They maybe can, you know, in their idea of we can connect, collect enough taxes off the middle class and the business class by letting inflation go crazy. We'll have interest rates at zero or one, maybe two, but they, they're not, not going to push the interest rates, Joe. They ain't going to do it. It's just not going to happen. I think they're going to try to buy themselves a couple of years by inflating the middle class out of existence. Let me tell you what part of the, the, the issue is going to be here. Let me let me give you another example. Let's talk about rent, which we know the Fed doesn't actually track, even though they say they do. I want you guys to understand how tight everything really is. Apartment occupancy rates, 
are at 97.5%. That's unheard of. They're jam-packed. They said the annual increase in asking rents for new move-in leases up 14%. And again, the number tells you it's not going down anytime soon. They're saying that occupancy rates are getting tighter. It's not getting better. It's actually getting worse and that rents are going to continue to skyrocket. Now, for those of you on fixed income, I've got bad news for you. They're looking at making another change to Social Security payments and specifically COLA payments. That is your cost of living adjustment. That is the one that just skyrocketed Right, because of the inflation, and it's not going to be good for you seniors out there. This is another way, this is just a, another one of these tricks by the government. You know, I run that commercial all the time. Remember, the government's actually under no obligation to pay us anything when it comes to Social Security. We'll talk about that next. All time high occupancy rates and rents, by the way. Uh, we'll get back to the goals in a minute. I, I forgot to tell you. Uh, all of us here in Arizona, don't worry. Uh, rents aren't up for new leases 14%. They're actually up 28%. Yeah. Depending on where you live, right? So uh, it only is. And again, in the places nobody wants to live, maybe the rents have gone down. Most places, Jason, rents are up 20% plus, uh, which we know is the largest piece of people's income. But how about Social Security? So on, on 1360, we run a, a commercial. We've been running it for several years now. Where I tell you, listen, the Supreme Court's already ruled on Social Security. It's a tax, period. In other words, in the eyes of the courts, the government doesn't have to pay you a thing, which is why they can do things like what I'm going to tell you today. So right now, the government makes a cost-of-living adjustment based on what they call the CPIW, which just tells you, well, let's see, there's A, B, C, D, E, F, right? So they track inflation so many ways because they want it to be complicated, because they don't actually want to track inflation at all. Now, one of those letters is the actual number. They'll never tell us that. But that is the Consumer Price Index for urban wage earners and clerical workers. I'm not kidding. Not making that up. That's what it is. And for some reason, that's the number they use. And, I, of course, can you imagine what the reason was? Oh, it was probably a lower number. Well, apparently, that number's too high. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, who tracks it, in October, that number hit 6.9%. The Fed's never admitted to any inflation that high. Matter of fact, this month for November, it's going to be even higher, so that number is going to be well into the sevens. 
the cost of living adjustments is always based on the third quarter average, just so everybody knows. The Fed always takes the third quarter average for of the cost of living adjustment. So to give you an idea, they gave you 5.9% this year. So think about that. The the third quarter, July, August, September. One month later, they're saying that inflation's up another full percent. Right? So they they they're already screwing you even more. Already, And by the way, this one, when the number comes out, going to be even higher than that. But now they're saying, you know what, man, that's, that's not a good number. That's no good. They've got a new one that they want to use. It's called the CPIE, which is CPI for elderly. Okay? And they're, they're, they they track this. This is what they're saying is designed. They designed this, CPIE, to reflect the purchasing habits of people 62 years and older. The ways of the items in the baskets are adjusted to reflect the, terp, the typical purchasing habits of old people. Now, they say that the differences are that in the CPIE, they're saying that shelter counts more, which is kind of funny because that's one of the numbers they cheat on the most. Uh, they give you uh, medical. That also weighs more, right? But, of course, again, that number heavily manipulated. Uh, some of the things that they, they, they say cost less for if you're 62 or older. Food at home apparently costs less if you're older. I don't know how, but it does. Apparel, Jason, costs less. I didn't know this. I did not know that apparently you pay less money for a pair of underpants if you're 62 or older. I did not know this. But apparently, I mean, it's right here, so it must be true. Do you know that you pay less for motor fuel? Now, I get it. You may drive less. <laughs> but a gallon of gas is still a dollar and a half more than it was a year ago. But apparently, and you pay a lot less. 1.7% less. Oh, guess what? Guess what else, old people? And I say old people as I'm only, uh, I'm only 11 years away from being one of you. So, <laughs> and I feel, I feel like I'm that old already. Apparently we pay, uh, older people pay less for new and used vehicles as well. Almost 2% less. How do they come up with, how, what, what are they talking about? Yeah, I didn't know that granny panties cost less than a jock strap. Yeah, I didn't know either. Oh, and by the way, education and communication services, whatever that means. Apparently, you pay less for that, too, if you're older. I did not know. I'm guessing. I forgot when I drove past the gas station today, it had the younger people price and the older people price. My guess is, Joe, that's the way. To, it's just a volume. They're going by volume. Is that what they're doing? You know, Like you said, they, they drive I, I, less. I, 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 it's got to be volume. I guess. 
I guess. But when you're on a fixed income, that's what you, so here's the bad part for you older folks. Now, I'm going to give you a guess. Do you think by switching from CPIW to CPIE that your COLA payment would be higher or lower? <laughs> yeah. That'd be lower, Joe. It's lower. <laughs> it's lower, baby. Lower by, instead of 5.9, you'd have only gotten 4.8. Yeah. Well, we listen, I'm telling you, Social Security's broke. They can't even afford the 4.8. Pedro Radio News Hour got a great special, super, super limited when we get back. Everything's down today. The Dow, the S&P, the Nasdaq's down 120 more points. But the Nasdaq's been really struggling. Gold's off 8, 1775. Silver. I don't mean to laugh. Silver's at $22. Uh, I, sure. Okay. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, 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 I'm not even going to comment on it because I, I don't know where these people live. So, uh, anyway, I've got 19. These, uh, this is going to be something where uh, the eight most popular, prevalent, whatever word you want to use, pre nineteen thirty three gold coins altogether. So this package, you're going to get the twenty dollar liberty, the ten dollar liberty, the five dollar liberty, the two and a half dollar liberty. Now, they do make a $1 Liberty, but it's so small that most people think it's fake and, and you'll lose it, it's, it, and it's super expensive. But you're going to get the, the 20 the 10 the 5 and the 2 and a half. Then you're also going to get, remember, Teddy Roosevelt, that coin's not majestic enough. We had a redesign. We got the $20 St. Gaudens. And then the Indians were the fractional coins. So a $20 Saint, a $10 Indian, a $5 Indian, a $2.5 Indian. All eight coins, and I put them all on sale. $8,600 for all eight. So you're going to get at least one of all the eight really uh, prevalent uh, pre-1933 gold coins. I mean, there there is a $1 coin, and I, I told you about that. They made a $3 princess. Uh, those are really rare and, and pretty expensive. So, But but these are what I, I right, Jay, the eight common ones uh, in this set, uh, and it's $8,600 at 800 951 Zero five nine two, and here's the thing, though. I've only got nineteen sets. That's it. What's cool is you have uh, one, you know, you, you, a good uh, kind of like a type set uh, of these old gold coins. You're going to have examples of of, uh, of eight of these coins, which is that's really pretty cool way to, to if you ever want to show anybody. Well, here's here's uh, the old gold that I purchased, and here's here's the denominations. You know, just kind of a small education for anybody out there that once you buy this set, you could show show it off and say, yeah, this. This is what money used to be, and uh, it's right. pretty and, cool. And, and, and you know, you know what's funny? Forty, sixty, seventy. This used to be seventy-five dollars. Think about all the way up until nineteen thirty-three. These eight coins equated to seventy-five, 75 bucks because of the central bank. 
They're now $8,600. And unfortunately, Jason, uh, my guess is it's missing a zero when it's over with. We could be talking 86000 uh, yep. when when it, when it's over here. 800 951 uh, the 8-coin pre-1933 gold set. And it's kind of cool, too, especially if you've never bought any before. You get some one ounce, you get some half ounce, some quarter ounce, and then uh, the two and a halfs, they're, they're – they're more than a tenth of an ounce, but less than a quarter of an ounce, or uh, like point one two five ounces, something like that. So you get all the fractionals to go with it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And by the way, the pure blood silver commemoratives were now forty percent through. Uh, those are still at seventy five bucks. That's how fast in less than two days, forty percent sold. God bless everybody.